they said we need 95% of people to be vaccinated to have herd immunity, which scares me because nobody wants to take it. <laughs> nobody wants to take it. And I think this is, this is something that's going to roll out in the next year it's not something that everyone's gonna you know get within two three days you know but yeah i think we need to recruit more people on our side <laughs> hi everybody Welcome to episode 30 of Little Dose of Time. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone. Thank you so much for supporting Little Dose of Time so far. And don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, follow on Instagram and follow on Twitter. And you can drop me a DM or just email me if you want to be a guest on my podcast. Um, now, this is just a disclaimer that this is part two of the COVID vaccine series. So if you haven't listened to part one, make sure you go listen first or you can listen to this. Either way, it works. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And again, disclaimer, this is my opinion. Don't take everything I say as facts. Go and do your own research. And yeah, enjoy. Also, disclaimer. This is this was pre-recorded, so you know a few of the information might sound outdated, but this was actually recorded mid-December. So yeah, just so you know. Okay, last time. Bye. This vaccine is practically mRNA based, which is a messenger ribonucleic acid. So it's not your DNA that you know co- that has your genes and everything. So it would not like genetically modify you. What an mRNA is, is practically a transcript of um, your genes in a way. So let's say the genes that make you tall, um, this mRNA basically makes the proteins um, that makes you tall. Does that make sense? So it's not the gene, it's the transcript of the gene. Um, And it's not in your nucleus where your DNA is. So it won't affect your DNA. It's in your cytoplasm. That's where it works. So this vaccine basically encodes a part of the virus. So instead of injecting you with like this old virus and risking like this rapid, um, strong immune response that makes you sick, what the scientists have done is modify this mRNA to code for a part of the protein and specifically the spike of the virus. So viruses have like this glycoprotein spikes around it that basically have antigens. So antigens are just around the surface of a virus or any pathogen that your immune system can detect and then attack. Um, so what this mRNA does is in your cytoplasm, it goes through translation, makes proteins, which are spikes of this coronavirus. Now, because this, um, the spikes are not the old virus, they would not harm you. But what they would do is trigger your immune system to detect like a foreign antigen, like a foreign particle has invaded my body. I need to attack it. Um, and then your body eventually um, stimulates an adaptive Im- immune response. So your body makes antibodies against this virus and try to attack it. Well, the virus... Um, 
uh, spike this new protein. And in doing so, they make memory cells, which is practically the basis of this vaccine being effective. So because there's been this weak weak virus, shall I say, it's not the actual virus, it's this weaker alternative of the um, spike of the virus in your body. Now, when your memory cells um, basically retain this information, because your body has sort of fought this virus before, if you get reinfected, so if you now come in contact with someone with coronavirus, because your body already knows this antigen, so it already knows the surface of this virus, it will now attack it before you get ill. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you've kind of introduced the virus to your body, um, but in a mild way, so that your body remembers that, oh my God, I've seen this virus before, and then the immune response is faster. Because what happens when you get sick is that um, your body doesn't know the virus, and antibodies are very specific. So they cannot just bind to random things around the body they need a specific antigen. They need to have seen this antigen before, before they attack very quickly. Um, so what happens is when you get sick, your body is still kind of getting used to the virus. That's why you're sick. And that's why you get fine. Like you um, naturally feel better after a couple of days because now they basically now recognize the virus and know how to deal with it. Do you get it? So what the vaccine is doing is speeding that up. Instead of, you know, you getting ill and then possibly dying, We've just introduced this weak strain so that your body recognizes it. And then when you actually have a proper virus infection, um, you don't even feel it. So that's the basis of this vaccination, which makes sense to me. And if it works, like 95% is high. <laughs> it's pretty high. And I'm going to get on to the, the, um, the main concern, which is the current side effects that have been reported. Do you, have you heard of any? Yeah, I've heard that uh, they are trying to insert something in you so that they could track you and trace your location and all that, which is, <laughs> stupid, which is stupid. I didn't want to hear that. I mean, they could definitely do that. They could definitely put a chip in you somehow. Um, but why would they? How important they are they? They don't need to. <laughs> See, they don't need to. They can still do it. Yeah. Why, why would they need to when they can still do it? Because, you know, our phones, they they can have the location. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Uh, they can, if if they hack our phones, they can use the front cameras, even when the, even when we are not using it, and they could see whatever we are up to. Definitely. That's why, why do you think all this Facebook, all this um, people suing Facebook and stuff for sharing third-party information with also, the government? Yeah, when like, you say they, something, you can, you can say if your phone is listening to you, even now, your phone is listening to you. I believe that too, yeah. Um, whenever, whenever I say something about any sort of, uh, you know, clothes and stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, it comes up on Instagram. Yeah, they, they do show up, yeah. Uh, if you search anything on Google, mm. you would get ads related to it. Yes. You say anything near your phone, even if you have a discussion near your phone, it would pick up and show you the ads that are mm. related to yeah. the, the discussion. So they've been tracking us already. So yeah. why would they need to put a chip in our body through a vaccine? <laughs> really high profile meetings where... Oh, that's uh, funny. You have to keep everything secret. Or, yeah. Yeah. 
confidential. They don't allow phones within a certain sort of radius. Oh yeah. You're not allowed to have them on you, even if they're switched off, because still you, they can. You never know. Yeah. So, <laughs> you have yeah. a phone. Don't worry about it because you're already being tracked and everything, and they they know what you buy. They know. They literally know your entire lifestyle because yeah. when you pay for something online. Oh yeah, they they know your location. They know what you paid with. They know、mm-hmm. the time you paid. So they already have enough information on us that I don't think they need a vaccine to try and get more. They know us more than I think we know ourselves because、uh, <laughs> I was just studying this last year actually. When you have、yeah. these、um, membership cards and stuff for、uh, supermarkets, they know、ah, what、yeah. they know exactly know what you buy. That's how they know that oh, twenty to twenty-five years old are more inclined to buy beer. Like why? How do? You- <laughs> That's where they get the data from.、That's、all these surveys how- you're seeing. Yeah,、uh, I agree. They would say things like、uh, older people are more likely to buy this. Like how do you know? Because、They're、when you watching us, <laughs> you give them all the data, data, and they know what you're buying. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so now that I've kind of said, you know, pro reasons, good reasons why I think it's effective. So side effects.、Um, do you know any specific side effects I've reported other than trying to inject <laughs> a chip into you?、Um, I've seen like reactions, like skin reactions. So this lady who reported that this vaccine gave her、um, like a skin infection or something. And it turns out that she actually got a placebo. <laughs> so she participated in this trial and then de- developed this really bad skin reaction. And she kind of blamed that on the vaccine, saying, "Oh my God, you guys don't take this vaccine. Look what it's done to me." Which, yeah, the infection looked really bad.、Um, so they obviously did some. Investigations and what、well, what I saw, I don't know if they hid information, but apparently she got a placebo. Which for people who don't know what placebo means, it means she didn't actually get the actual vaccine.、Um, usually trials like this are blinded, which means that people don't know if they're getting the vaccine or a fake alternative. So they could get water injected into them, thinking they got the vaccine. They don't know. So this is to reduce bias. Um, so apparently she got the placebo, and people were like, "Ah!" <laughs> But again, people don't trust. They don't trust big organizations. Yeah, I don't、um, blame them.、Um, there's been other reported side effects though, like rashes and fever and headaches and just body aches in general. And this is just like, this is just your body reacting to a vaccine. It's not a big deal. And when you hear,、um, you know, pharma companies being like. Lead to to no side effects. That's what they mean. They mean, or when they say no,、um, what's this word they usually use? No、um, critical、um, side effects. It means that it's not like it's not that bad. It won't harm you. It won't make you like die. <laughs> at least we don't know yet. But at the moment, the only side effects that have been reported are like skin rashes and fever and headaches, which is okay. It's just a natural immune response. It's just、uh, what's this word called? Immunogenicity or 
reactogenicity it's just your body um just responding you know to the vaccine to this new thing in your body it's fine it's actually it actually means your immune system is working <laughs> your immune system is just um you know just having this inflammation that's making um your body hurt or giving you a fever it's fine it's not you know a big deal so this um trial by Pfizer and BioNTech they used about I think it was 70 let me see if I got that right 70,000 people um, because another argument against this vaccine other than the fact that it was done too quickly is that they didn't make it diverse enough they don't have enough patients because surely if it was done for longer the more people they would have to take part in the trial but apparently people were like oh it's not even enough people and yeah, 70,000 isn't, when you talk on the large scale, you know, pharma clinical trial, 70,000 isn't a lot. But again, desperate times, we have to take what we've got. And I think data from 70,000 people is still pretty decent. But my question is, though, how diverse were these people? So when I mean diverse, I mean like race, I mean age, I mean in terms of like wellness. So did these people have any kind of um, diseases? So how immunocompromised are the participants or are they immunocompetent? Are they healthy patients? So those are the questions that I that I have, you know, because um, I read that they don't even have enough data for pregnant women. <laughs> most, most, actually, most um, trials, pregnant women are excluded. That's an exclusion criteria. They don't include pregnant women. But the 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 fear with this is what if a pregnant woman gets the virus you know she's as, she's at like twice as much risk because of the obviously the baby in her tummy so that's another thing how well we work in people who have like asthma or heart diseases or kidney diseases pregnant women or even women in general because the reasons why um they start trials with men is because they don't know the effect of this drug on like fertility yet. Um, and it tends to have less effect on men than women. So that's another question. Does this affect um, fertility? So I think that's the kind of questions we should be having um, or asking. But again, the, they don't know. <laughs> um, that's the downside of it being so quick. They don't know. They simply don't know the answer to this. And I actually got some numbers down. Apparently, which I was a bit shocked. I was really shocked by this. Apparently, 23% of Brits um, said they would not take the, the vaccine and 67% said they would. That's higher than I thought because <laughs> if you check on the internet, that's what I'm saying. I feel like people are just going with the masses when it comes to social media because behind closed doors they're actually voting that okay i will take this i will take this vaccine if it comes down to it so do you think these numbers are actually real do they represent people's um actual like opinions i mean 67 I, I, that's high i can't say that because i haven't taken part in that poll <laughs> yeah we don't really know where the numbers are coming from I I this on YouTube. there would be many others who haven't taken part in that poll so mm, that's true and again like I said, how many people did they, you know, interview? How many people did the survey? But the point I'm trying to make is that I think people, people just should do their own research instead of just bashing it. And that brings me to another thing, actually. I read something about 
how some people are not going to take the Pfizer one, but they will take the Moderna one because a black woman worked on it. While other people thought it was patronizing that they posted that, you know, to try and lure the black community in saying, you know, look at this, you know, smart black woman working on this vaccine. So surely you can believe in it, (laughs) you know? So what do you think about that? Do you think it has to do with like race as well? You know, it's all politics at the end of the day. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's all politics. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't seen either of these companies closely and I'm not sure how do they, they work. Exactly. So I think I'm not the best person to comment because uh, it is a sensitive topic. It is a sensitive topic, yeah. I mean, personally, let me see. Personally, I think, yeah, I think it's a good strategy, you know, for the government <laughs> to try and make this black woman the forefront of, you know, the vaccines, you know, um, fast track. Because, I mean, yeah, for me, representation is very important. If I see someone that looks like me making this vaccine or in charge of this vaccine then surely I think okay at least she would want to do what's good for our people (laughs) you know and you know the general people as opposed to if the team was just like all white (laughs) I'm gonna be scared for my life (laughs) but I don't know on the other side it's patronizing because I know what they're trying to do we see what they're trying to do so the doctor I was talking about her name is like Kizi or something but yeah, she's been like all over the news in the past two days about how, you know, people are trying to be like, uh, yeah, this is like a, um, a smart black woman, you know, believes in this vaccine. She's worked on it. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's 50-50. It's 50-50. On one hand, yes, it makes me want to, it makes me trust more, you know, in it because I'm like, okay. But on the other hand, she could have worked on it. And, you know, the people at the top are still doing their politics and, you know still messing around yeah, with things you know it is. i think it's it's not very wise i would say to to say or to think that if someone who looks like you is in the team yeah. who has plans uh to harm you or to again to to go against you just because the presence of one person who who is from your race? They're not going to do it. No, this is not how it is. Sometimes the hands are tied. Sometimes if it that was the case, world would not get colonized easily. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit political. Yes, that is but so true. How do, how do how do you think spies work? How do you think they work? They. You mean Pfizer? Spies. Oh, spies. <laughs> um, and that's why people found it patronizing, like I said earlier. It's like, yeah, well, she could be bribed, okay? Or she maybe has good intentions, but, you know, she she can't help. Like, her hands are tied. She is just not in the position of power to do that, you know? And again, like I said, it's, it's a smart move, you know? It's a smart move because at the end of the day, representation is important. And I believe that we just need more transparency. But then again... What if we don't? We just don't trust what they say. <laughs> At the end of the day, they've tried to explain to us that this thing works; it would not kill you. Um, this and this and that, but we're still like you know scared. Even Barack Obama, who we all love and you know adore, says, "I'll take it on TV, on live TV." We're still like, "Ah, eh, no, thank you." <laughs>
just just to round up, what I would say is we need to ask smart questions and we shouldn't just be, you know, ignorantly moving um, with the masses. So don't just say because people are like unsure, people are scared, you should just like go along with it. Or because someone says, oh, it's too quick, then you're like, yeah, yeah, it's too quick. Or people are, oh, the government are trying to kill us. And everyone's like, the government is trying to kill us. Oh, we don't trust Pfizer. They've, you know, harmed people in the past. Yeah, sure. They probably have. But at the same time, the people in power 20 years ago and not the same people in power now, times have changed. So I think we need to maybe have a little bit more trust that things are getting better in terms mm. of like politics, in terms of medicine, in terms of just technology and that we're progressing. It's not an easy thing to do, you know, especially if maybe someone has been affected personally um, by vaccination in the past. I think, you know, that's like a rightful reason to be very skeptical but I think we, in, rather than just um, being ignorant, we should just ask the right questions and be yeah. open to it. Just one last question. I thought it was a funny one um, before we leave. Do you think that those people that have been protesting against wearing masks, should they be forced <laughs> to take this vaccine? Should they be tied down and just like injected with this vaccine? Since they don't want to wear a mask, <laughs> what do you think? Um. Because I think it's I think, stupid. I think that would be sort of taking away their freedom. If you know. <laughs> yeah, that would look good uh, if the UK was a dictatorship. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I mean, I'm glad <laughs> we're not. <laughs> but, here is, but here we are in a democracy and under yeah. the European um, Convention of Human Rights. You yeah. Cannot I think. That is true. But then again, it's because of this human right. So some people are like, we, we are taking away our freedom by locking us in, telling us. To... People are protesting against staying home. People are protesting well, against I wearing think, a mask when it could save I other people. If they don't want to get the vaccine, they want to get the virus, they should get the virus and die. And I, oh, <laughs> well, that's the thing. They may not die, but they will infect it's someone else gone. who will, you know? Yeah. That's the sad part. It's like, the people that that are you know that have some kind of immunity against it they will infect infect other people so we can't just be like oh well you die you know you get infected so that's why i said a bit we have a bit too much freedom in this country (laughs) well i like it i mean yeah i don't want to be like tied down and forcefully injected but at the end of the day i think if you're um against wearing a mask to try and protect yourself and protect other people then you sure as hell should take the vaccine. The is the least you can that's do. A selfish attitude. Yeah, it's the least. It's the least you can do. If you don't want to stay in your house, then take the vaccine. But I even said so. This is the problem. Um, just to round up my last um statement, <laughs> they said we need ninety five percent of people to be vaccinated to have herd immunity, which scares me because. Nobody wants to take it. <laughs> Nobody wants to take it. And I think this is this is something that's going to roll out in the next year. It's not something that everyone's going to, you know, get within two, three days, you know. But, yeah, I think we need to recruit more people on our side. <laughs> we sound so pro-vaccine, but I'm still, okay, I am 60% pro. Um, I think I still have questions like most people. Um, but, like, the sooner we kind of accept <laughs> that this may be the best way forward, the sooner we're going to get out of it, 
you know yeah. we just kind of need to trust it's it's scary it's scary it's all like scary to everyone but it's because it's new that's why it's scary in like when we get out of this in three years everyone's gonna be laughing back at this moment you know mm-hmm. um but yeah that's all i've got to say do you have any like final statements you want to make or just comments have i like changed your mind in any way have you learned something new <laughs> no i think whatever I wanted to say, because I, I don't have a lot of knowledge on this topic anyway. I'm just here as yeah. any person. So, yeah, yeah, I think I pretty much said whatever I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, same. Um, I mean, I'm not a professional. I'm just using my little um, background in science to, you know, to say as much as I know about this. And again, no one should take my words as fact do your own research, go to the CDC or the NHS website or any of this, you know, website and get your own, you know, your own data, your own um, results from there. That's it for today. I hope people will be a bit more open to the idea at least and just be more educated about this. But yeah, thank you so much, Mohammed, for coming on this podcast with me. Um, Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you did, don't forget to um, follow on Spotify so you get notified when I have a new episode. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dose of Taiwo Podcast. Taiwo is spelled T-A-I-W-O. And you can follow me on Twitter at Dose of Taiwo Pod. You can also send me emails. Uh, my email address is ldotpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Bye. Oh, good. <laughs>